0: i'm janine this is kuci 88.9 fm in irvine and this is get the funk out standing by to join me is jerry shur an award-winning filmmaker we're going to talk about her road to filmmaking her current film healing the brain and a lot more welcome to the show
1: thank you so much janine it's a pleasure to be here
0: well congratulations on your film
1: thank you it's been three years of hard Let's sweat in tears, but actually that's quite short for a documentary.
0: Is it really? Because doesn't it usually take a lot longer?
1: It usually takes, some people work five years, six, seven, Uh and longer, but uh, we really rush this as quickly as possible, and it's, it's out today, so it's amazing.
0: Congratulations. Thanks. Now, you're a member of the Directors Guild since 1998. You've completed 22 film and television projects. How long... Like, when did you first know you wanted to be a filmmaker?
1: Well, it's very interesting you asked me that, Janine, because this is actually my third distinct career. So I started out, you know, going to college, getting a Bachelor of Fine Arts. I was an artist and then I got a master's in education and I taught and I taught school and I became a professor. And little did I know that all of these things were sort of building blocks to get me ready for this. Yes. So I worked in that in that field in Massachusetts for many years, and then I was working in London for one of the colleges, and it sort of changed my life because I realized that I liked being in the public, and you know, teaching was okay, but I wasn't making hardly any money in those days. Mm-hmm. So I revamped my resume. My husband helped me, and I went after a little ad in the Boston Globe it said international freight specialist because I said well I speak some languages and I like to travel not knowing what it was yes it turned out the company was a minority trucking company and Lehman McCoy was a black owner in New Jersey and when he met me he said oh my god you're going to round up the minority with a Jewish female from suburbia <laughs> so I didn't know anything about the trucking business, but I learned very fast. And all of the work I did for 18, 20 years in that industry was really getting me ready to be a producer. Amazing. Great contracts, dealing with Teamsters, budgets, uh, working with Fortune 500 companies. So I wrote a story, I wrote a screenplay about a woman in the trucking business. And that's how I got in the movie business.
0: That is amazing. And by the way, when you lived in Boston, where did you go to college?
1: I grew up in Fall River, Mass. Went to college in Amherst at University of Massachusetts. And then went and got my master's at Springfield College and then raised my family in Marblehead.
0: Okay. I love hearing stories of how people switch gears. They pivot. They they know that the experiences they have kind of build on other things and can be applied. I love that because it's, especially right now with COVID, a lot of people are either out of work or they're looking to pivot. Right. You know,
1: exactly. that's so true. And, you know, I'm really glad I I did that. And then once I wrote the, the, the screenplay, I was fascinated and said, I want to go on movie sets and see how this is done. So I would apprentice, I would just call movie people in Boston and say, Hey, I'll work for free. I'll be your art director or whatever. So I did everybody's job and that kind of, you know, gave me the experience. And then one guy said to me, you're not, you're not an art director, you're a producer. So Then I was here 18 years ago. And are you still in Massachusetts? No, no. We moved to LA 18 years ago. Okay. Yeah. So I'm in LA now.
0: Fantastic. Tell me more about this film that's come out.
1: Quiet Explosions Healing the Brain is really groundbreaking because there's never been on the big screen a movie about the cure and the healing and the methods and alternative methods for people to get better from traumatic brain injury, PTSD, depression, anxiety, and so on, which a lot of people have now because of COVID.
0: Sure.
1: So it was, it was sort of something that fell in my lap. Um, I don't usually look for projects, but if they come to me I feel like it was meant to be and a woman who is now you know much older and she's in Maine she was working uh with the man who wrote the book Tales from the Blast Factory this Green Beret in my movie Andrew Marr and this brother Adam Mar, who wrote the book and she remembered me because I was her babysitter when I was 16 in Fall River so she had followed my career I never knew this and she caught you know emailed and said, I I know you have two Emmys and I I think you should should make the movie of this book. So everybody kind of tells me they have the best book, you know, so I said, send me the galleys and I'll look them over. So I read the book and I was fascinated with this story of this guy, but I was even more fascinated with the doctor who was curing him. And he's right here in Encino in my backyard. Amazing. So that's how I got the project.
0: What has this meant to you know, produce this film in particular?
1: Well, this one in particular is extraordinary because it's going to save so many more lives. I mean, 20 veterans a day commit suicide. And when they see this movie and they start getting help, that number is going to come way down. So I feel like we are just going to help so many people in the world. This is is a universal thing, brain trauma. And not just famous people like football players or, you know, surfers that are in my movie, but regular people who have a car accident or fall off a ladder, you know, anything can happen. Your brain is affected. So I met the most extraordinary doctors. I mean, of course I interview sometimes 40 or 50 people before I find the right one to be in the film, but this happened pretty easily. And I have people from all over the country, all walks of life and all different ethnicities. You know, it's just amazing. Yet they have all the similarities.
0: Right. Right. How did you get Joe Rogan to be part of this?
1: Well, Joe's pretty amazing. As you know, of course, yeah. um, he had a podcast a few years back with Dr. Gordon, Dr. Mm-hmm. Mark Gordon, the main guy in the, in the movie. And then he had another podcast with Andrew Marr, this green beret who wrote the book mm-hmm. after the podcast. And I approached him and I asked him if I could use some of the clips from the podcast because I wanted this to be the thread of the whole movie, you know, starting in the podcast and so on and ending with Joe thanking them so it it worked out great and he was very all for it like he, he was like, I want to help the world I want to help veterans.
0: Nice. So important.
1: Mm-hmm. And as you
0: said, there's so much stress and there, we're in a mental health pandemic right now.
1: Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, even just anybody now who may not have had a brain injury is suffering from you know, what's going on in the world and, and their life being turned upside down or not having a job or not being able to pay the bills. So it, it's a good time for the movie to come out to really help everybody uh, in, in a kind of an extraordinary way because a lot of this is just replacing the hormones that are missing in your brain. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the main part of this. You know, you need 18 different hormones in your brain at all times in certain levels. So you need a certain amount of pregnenolone and testosterone and DHEA and so on. Well, when the brain and the body get hit, you lose a lot of that and you're, it's missing. And that's when you start having these horrible effects where you become suicidal, you become angry, you, sure. you know, things like that.
0: Uh, and I put some information on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. But uh, one of the bits of information I put up is according to the CDC, over 2 million people will suffer a TBI each year. Uh, traumatic brain injury is leading cause of death and disability in the United States. Um, actually, you, had, you, were, you were part of this quote I had put up here. Um, and you're exploring the new treatments given to vets and gymnasts and firefighters on and on. It's really remarkable.
1: Yes, um, they're being treated in many different ways. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy is one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hormone replacement is another. Um, transcranial magnetic stimulation is another, and this is really goes deep in the movie. So people who watch it will learn so much. I mean, it can it can really be life changing. I find it so interesting.
0: You ha- you have a master's in education. You said yes. Uh, So do I, but, you know, and I remember people saying, um, but you're not using your degree, but what I hear you saying is you're constantly learning, you're constantly growing from the type of
1: work you do, am I right? Absolutely, Janine. I I think the biggest thing about my life is evolving, changing, learning every minute of every day, meeting the most extraordinary people, and figuring out how to give this back to the world in some important way where they can take it all in. You know, it's one thing to write a book and say, okay, read this book, but not everybody does that. If they see it on the big screen and they're watching it, they get it, you know, they get it quicker and and it, it makes sense.
0: Definitely. No, I can definitely see how the different experiences you bring to the table have made you a better producer, director, just enmeshed you in whatever it is you take on.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I I think, you know, when you're a producer and a director, you're sort of like the captain of the ship and you you have to be, you know, the psychologist and the teacher and the bottle washer and the cook. And because I've done that my whole life, it's easy. It comes like second nature to me. Yes. So... I I feel like I'm I'm really where I'm supposed to be and the funny thing is I'm not a doctor I'm not a healer I I didn't go to medical school but I end up doing all these projects about healing before this I did a 12 part series about healing through alternative medicine maybe you know I've just been put on this earth to do this work I would say so where else can people find
0: out information about the film and you
1: Thank you. Um, well, QuietExplosions.com, which is, you know, plural, quiet has everything about the film. It has our trailer, you can stream it on Vimeo, stream it on Vimeo, you'll have the link so you can put it up for people. And everything about the film, there are a lot of clips so people can see quotes, you know, resources, the doctors and so on. Uh, A lot of my work, my M.E. piece and everything is on Jerry which is J-E-R-R-I-S-H-E-R.com. And that has a lot of my work also. And, you know, I just encourage people to go to our Facebook page, Quiet Explosions, because we're always updating it. And they can, of course, stream the movie or they can buy the DVD. Okay. And all the info, again,
0: is on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. One last question. For people that are interested in going into filmmaking, any advice for them?
1: It's such a hard job. It's, it's overwhelming, and you have to want it with your heart and soul, every single ounce of your energy. If you don't want it so dramatically and so effectively, you'll never make it. I mean... Yeah it's hard enough for a woman to be in this industry and at my age, of course. But I must say that, you know, I eat, sleep and drink it. So it's like, it's part of my DNA. It's, it happens in my dreams. And I'm not afraid of, you know, the things that, that happen up and down. You have to You have to have a lot of stamina, perseverance. It's not an easy life. I'll tell you that.
0: I have to say, I was sharing something with someone about this. When I am so excited that my idea my creativity wakes me up really early in the morning and that's all I want to do. Then, you know, you're onto something.
1: You're so right now for me, it's the opposite It happens at three o'clock in the morning. I go to bed (laughs) (laughs) that, you know, my nighttime is when I'm. (laughs) But I feel so fortunate that the ideas are put in my head.
0: That's amazing. I would say the earliest I've ever gotten up is 430 because I couldn't sleep because I had a screenplay. This is recent. I had a screenplay, I had to get it done, I was up.
1: I didn't know you write screenplays. I do. Oh my God, that's amazing. I do, I I have,
0: um, it was one of those things where I said, I really wanna do this, just do it already. And I found that the past eight months have been a time of in, intense creativity for me. And I think because also thinking you know, being fearful too, like, what if I got sick, but I had this idea and I didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like I do. do it already. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. Now you're in Missouri, right?
0: I'm in California.
1: Oh, okay. Why did I think you were in Missouri? I don't though? know. I thought I did thought- even
0: do a Missouri accent. So, <laughs>
1: But you're in California. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm in Orange County.
1: Well, that's great. Well, our Dr. Amon is in Orange County. He's extraordinary. And we filmed down there. We filmed our big football player, Anthony Davis, down in Orange County. Amazing. Yeah.
0: Well, at some point, we'll have to meet in person.
1: I would love that. When COVID's over and we can actually be human again.
0: (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice?
1: And go into a real restaurant. Yeah. (laughs) How do you know Aaron? Uh,
0: I met her at a Women in Film event because I joined Women in Film. Okay. And she's wonderful.
1: Yeah, she is so wonderful and so lovely. And I'm so grateful that she put us together.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this.
1: Thank you. It's an honor to be on your show. And we really appreciate that. You'll let everyone know about quiet explosions healing the brain that could really change their lives. I sure will.